Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Tune in as we share stories of triumph, resiliency, and healing. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamily Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Beauteous Me podcast. I have another awesome guest who is here to just share her story of triumph and resiliency because that's what this podcast has been. It's always giving you guys tools and techniques and people sharing their story and how they help others. So I'm so happy to introduce Maggie Rose. Maggie Rose is the founder and CEO of the Inspired Company and its product, Therapy. After losing a close friend to suicide at the age of 19 and having difficulty coping, she eventually found a provider willing to see her for only $10 per session. This changed her life and allowed her to take her grief as fuel and passion for helping those suffering. Today, Therapy offers over 25 specialty services to those in need across the nation with affordable rates as low as $10 per session. It's easy to use scheduling and payment features, and it's eliminating the barriers to entry for those who need support. Maggie, tell us your story. Tell us what inspired you, and thank you for being here today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. And, you know, um, I'm definitely excited to dive in. I'll tell you, I could go on for hours and hours about everything, my story, all the details, where we are now, how we got here. But, um, you know, I'm excited to kind of share. Obviously, you know, my story doesn't start from anything exciting. It doesn't come from anything happy. Um, However, now I, I can tell you, I've dedicated my life to this work and I wouldn't want it any other way. About six years ago, um, I lost a very close friend of mine to suicide and he was only 19 years old when he passed away. When that happened, I can remember exactly where I was, exactly what I was doing. It's one of those memories where I could detail every single second of that day. When that happened in my life, I had been a person who was known to be very ambitious, constantly on the go, constantly moving, constantly doing things. I will tell you, though, I never thought I'd be an entrepreneur. People ask me that all the time. I never thought that that's what would have happened. But um, for me in my life, I was constantly this very happy person, again, constantly on the move. And when I lost my friend, I went through these feelings and this experience of denial. I went through this experience of depression that I had never ever experienced before in my life. And it's one of those things where you hear people say, I couldn't get out of bed. I had never really understood that statement until that. When I lost my friend, it wasn't actually until the funeral that I realized this is real. He's not coming back. And after that day, I felt, I don't really understand exactly how to describe it, but it just felt like I was losing myself. I was cognizantly aware of the fact that I was losing myself. I was turning into this person I didn't know. I wasn't going to school. I wasn't going to work. I was constantly finding excuses not to do anything. And at the same time, I was surrounded by people who really believe that if you went to go see a therapist or you sought after help, there was something wrong with you. You were crazy. And the truth is there was something wrong with me. I wasn't okay. I wasn't myself. And after losing my friend, I had so much difficulty coping that I finally got to a point where I literally, I had a full length mirror in my room and I looked at myself in the mirror and I remember feeling like, I don't even know who this person is. So I went to Google 
And I started searching for therapists in my area. Now, at the time in my area, there really weren't a lot of therapists. The closest therapists that were around me was 20 to 45 minutes away at the closest. And so I was going through online searching to find somebody who A, had the availability, which was difficult because you have sites where there are therapists or you know providers who are listed on the, those websites, but they're not updated. They're not regularly updated. So their availability, they could be already fully booked, you know, at that time, by the time you actually hear back from them. And so that's what I was getting. I was getting these, I was hitting these walls over and over and over again, where I was hearing back from people who were already booked up, who couldn't take me and maybe they could refer me to somebody, but then that person was in the same position. And it took probably 50 different people who I contacted where more than half of them didn't respond. And then finally, those who did were again, fully booked. They were way out of my price range. They wouldn't see me for a consultation just to figure out if it was the right fit without charging me. And I just, I couldn't afford it. I didn't have insurance. So there were a lot of roadblocks around me. And I was also a young person who was navigating this by myself. Um, So, you know, by doing that, I finally had one therapist who actually contacted me back. He said, listen, why don't you come in, see me for 45 minutes of a session, and let's see if I can help you. And so I came in. It was a 45-minute drive. And at that point in my life, even just getting out of bed and going to that appointment was an accomplishment. So I finally got there. And I remember sitting there. I cried the whole time. But I felt this sense of relief for the first time. And I remember feeling, wow, okay, this could work. I think I found it. Until he sat back and he said, I'd like to see you every, every week. I'm $150 a session. And so in my head, I heard $600 a month. And that doesn't mean that that therapist wasn't valuable. It doesn't mean that he wasn't worth it. I just couldn't afford it. And I left so upset. I felt like I hit this wall. This was my last effort. And all of a sudden, I got a call. I answered the phone. And it was him. It was the therapist I had just seen. He said, Maggie, listen. He said, how's $10 every time you come in? When he said that, I really didn't believe it. And it wasn't until I handed him the $10 bill when I went to see him next that I thought he was really going to say, I'm going to invoice you for the rest. And he did not. And I have to tell you, six years later, I still see him. Now, I don't see him as often. And I definitely don't pay him $10 a session anymore. But that saved my life. It really did. It changed my life, but it saved my life. And so when that happened... I was able to go through that process to cope. I was able to realize that I had this passion for helping people. Now, I was already studying something in college at the time when I lost my friend. I was studying criminal justice. And I thought, okay, I'm going to fight for people. This is what I want to do. So I always knew that I wanted to help people. Um, When I lost my friend, that changed drastically. And so at this point, going through that coping process with a professional, eliminating that financial roadblock, being able to confidently go and see somebody who I knew wasn't going to turn me away one day randomly because I didn't have the money, right? That helped me so much that I actually went back to school. I studied psychology. So I switched my major. I actually switched schools. And it was there that I was surrounded by so many other young people who they also had their own passions, but at the same time, they had their own struggles. And I remember hearing as they would confide in me thoughts of anxiety, depression, even suicidal thoughts. And for me, as I was still young in my coping journey, that would frustrate me. It would, it would fuel this fire, which brought me back to my friend's death, which was confusion. I couldn't understand it. You know, I wanted to help them, but I didn't know how. And so I knew I needed to do something, but I had no idea what that would be. Now, flash forward because there's so much in between, but I ended up going into nonprofit work 
advocacy for mental health awareness, created support groups on the campus, did what I could, right? And so I realized as I continued to talk to more and more people, whether it was young people, whether it was my own therapist about it, you know, learning that there was this huge need for college students who were in similar positions as I was when I was trying to find somebody, I knew that there had to be something done. So truthfully, I kind of took this crazy step for myself and said, how do I launch a nonprofit? How do I go that route? Because this is a need and there's amazing organizations who are trying their best to address different things. And it's not one person or one organization or one company that's going to solve it all. But how could we create solutions for young people to eliminate those roadblocks? And so actually for about three and a half, almost four years, um, I ended up founding a nonprofit organization. We were a 501c3 out in New Jersey. And we had a group of young people who were working with us, about 20 different volunteers. And what we were doing is we were creating groups of counselors who were willing to say, okay, I can't take everybody at $10 a session, but I can take five people. I can take one person. I can take two people. And so that allowed us to create this network of providers who were in this New Jersey area who could service young people. And so we were working with high school students. We were working with parents who said, I can't afford the cost of the intake. I can't afford the cost to take them to therapy. What can I do? Do you guys have services? And we were able to offer basically connections to say, okay, well, in our network, we have providers who could potentially work with you. Let's set up a consultation. Let's go from there. But we only had 10 counselors. So we were a small, small group, but it was still helping so many people. Now, COVID then hit and everything changed for everybody, but especially now more than ever before, we had people who were identifying certain things in their life. They realized that they were in need or they were struggling more than ever before. They needed help without the roadblocks of the financial, you know, roadblocks. So for us, we said, okay, we sat down at the conference table. Actually, I'm sitting at that very conference table right now. And we sat down at this conference table and we said, what are we going to do? How do we pivot? Because we knew that if we didn't pivot, our 10 counselors, they were already booked up. We had no idea how we were really going to help so many people who were contacting us. I found you online. I found you on social media. I saw that you do $10 session. How can I get, you know, how can I be a part of this? And it was more heartbreaking at that time for us to say, we're full, we're booked, we can't see you. And so we said, how do we pivot? Well, again, long story, because there's so much involved in this. But what happened from there is we worked with an incredible attorney. We said, how do we close down the nonprofit? And how do we open up a benefit corporation that can actually build an app that could take our program, put it on an app, utilize technology, and go across the country? Easier said than done. I'll tell you that. And uh, that's exactly what we did. Um, But it's definitely easier said than done. We're still in that process of bringing this across the country. But now, a few years later, we ended up taking not only the services that we already provided, but we did a tremendous amount of research. We also learned about these almost underrepresented providers that existed across the country, which was not only the therapist, but also the recovery coaches, the trauma specialists, the eating disorder mentors. And we said, how do we bring them into this network and offer individuals opportunity to see specialists who could actually help them with their needs? Because now, especially since COVID, we have more people identifying at least, I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm upset, something's wrong. So how can we bring those people right? The solutions that they needed without going through so many different Google searches. And so many people are unaware 
that there are eating disorder mentors, that there are trauma specialists, that there's recovery coaches and addiction counselors that help individuals of all ages. You know, so how could we really make an impact and offer more than just therapy, even though therapy is wonderful, but how could we offer more than just therapy? So that's actually how Therapeut came about. And so we ended up launching to market this past January. And what we did is we were first offering four different categories of support. And that just grew as we continue to grow our network. And so now we have a very specific vetting process with all of our providers. But as of right now, we have 2,500, a little bit over than that, providers across the country who are going through wow. the vetting process. Oh, we did not imagine in a million years that we would have that many. We literally, to date, we put $0 into marketing. And all we did was post things online for free. And we had so many people who wanted to be a part of this network and wanted to apply. And so, yeah, 2,500 right now who are going through that vetting process. We ended up, when we launched to market, what our biggest goal was, again, eliminate those roadblocks. So we talked to the therapists, we talked to the providers, we talked to the users. And when we did that, we saw that there's, Uh, three common pain points. One was reach. And then for providers, it was marketing. The other one was billing for providers and then payment and affordability for our users. And then the third was schedule and rescheduling. Because if you're, if you're Mm -hmm. using a book and a pen to do your scheduling and somebody, you know, cancels or is trying to reschedule, that particular session could have gone to somebody else who might have needed, needed it. And that's not that it's a bad thing to reschedule, but how could we really you know, ease the rescheduling without causing frustrations or miscommunications between the provider and the user. And so our app really hits all three of those points. So we market the providers, we bring them to individuals who are in need, we help users access over 25 different specialty services across the board. And at the same time, we help them manage their schedule. So the provider sets up their schedule in advance and the hours that they want to be available. And then the user actually grabs an already available day and time rescheduling is easy and done in the app so that within seconds you're rescheduled. And then that provider now has that as an opening. And then on top of that, we manage billing. We almost created like a Venmo, but within the app so that our users can in real time pay the provider so that the provider doesn't have to worry about unpaid invoices. So we put all of that together. This was amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, we, we put all that together. And I have to tell you, when we went to market, we knew we just had to jump and we just had to do it. And we just had to put it to market. We learned so much. We talked to so many providers, so many users. And we're actually now, which is really exciting, we're actually now taking pre-registrations for our newest version of the app, which is actually rebranded. It's called Zant. comes from the word cognizant. Yeah. So we took the last couple of letters there and, and created Zant out of it. And what Zant does is we now utilize a tagging feature to actually filter the providers mm. through their specialties. So you choose maybe what's going on in your life, what you're struggling with through these tags, which might be anxiety, depression. Then we ask what areas of life are you experiencing this? Is it school? Is it work? Et cetera then that filters out the providers so that providers and users, they're seeing one another and they're being able to work with each other based off of really the specific needs that that user has and the specialties that that provider has. So that actually launches September 1st. And uh, we're taking pre-registrations. We just launched a new landing page. It's literally super simple, zant.app. And you can pre-register even as a provider to be a part of the network. So you can choose whether or not you're a provider or user and pre-register. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much, that's my story. That's where we came from. I'll tell you, our team is a very passionate team. And to date, every single person on this team, unfortunately, has a connection 
to what we're doing. And it has allowed them to turn that. Credible messenger. Yes, exactly. It's the credible messenger. The The credible messenger helps you turn your pain into passion. And this is something that you've definitely done. You know, the pain of losing someone, the grief and, you know, in, in all reality, um, I've shared that since the pandemic, I've shared on my social media posts and everything, people are grieving. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are grieving mm-hmm. and grieving in different ways. So that whether that's grieving the loss of a family member, a close friend, loss of jobs, just the loss of freedom that happened with the pandemic and the loss of normalcy, the loss mm-hmm. of the changes that happened, loss of relationships, loss of connections, loss of, you know, just being used to doing things, that grief period, some people have stayed in it for such a long time. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. The, the level of anxiety and depression has increased or, or more people are a little bit more aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I am appreciating is that the pendulum is swinging. So back then mm-hmm. when you were looking for treatment, and people felt that, you know, when you're going to a therapist, you're, you have severe mental illness, et cetera. Now we, we've started normalizing the conversation that it's okay to get help. And I think that's what's the most important piece yep. is telling people that it's okay. You know, and as a therapist in my practice, it's, I've seen an increase, you know, I, myself and this, my group of therapists that, you know, we connect with, we're like on a group text, um, just every day on, on practice related stuff. Um, it's what we've seen is this, this increase in a lot of people presenting with anxiety and a lot more people presenting with burnout, mm-hmm. burnout from the field, burnout from working, um, burnout from, you know, just stressors that are going on. And it's been hard to navigate everyone. You think about yep. the bureaucracy, you know, there's certain health insurances that I accept and there's a list of panels that I just, I, I don't, I'm not credentialed under every, you know, health insurance. And then I have, right. you know, private pay clients. Um, but you've offered an opportunity for people to fit a different category where you might be a business owner um, and you don't have health insurance. You might be, you know, just, uh, uh, what are those called? Those, you know, entrepreneurs who just yes. do like um, fee for service work or whatever it is. Um, because health insurance, the truth of the matter is even paying for health insurance as an entrepreneur is, is really expensive. And um, you've offered an opportunity to say, hey, you can still get help and you mm-hmm. can still get help at this low rate and this low fee. And I think that's also important for college kids. Absolutely. Where if you don't have the insurance or you're under the insurance of the college or university, not everyone accepts the insurance from every college or university if you want to see a therapist. So it gives them the opportunity and the flexibility to kind of see someone and see someone in real time. And, you know, Maggie, you've, you've truly turned your pain into passion and, and completely transferred what, what was your first, um, what you were going to school for, <laughs> for criminal yes. justice into psychology to really, you know, just the, just think change things. So I know you mentioned some of the specialties that you offer for eating disorder, anxiety. Um, What are some other specialties that you offer besides um, recovery coach and um, trauma coach? Yeah, that's a great question. So we obviously we offer up to 25 of those of these different categories. I'll name a couple more. But for us, Yes. I mentioned the trauma specialist, the eating disorder mentor, recovery and addiction coaches. We also have traditional counselors in the sense that we have family counselors. We have people who are focused specifically on relationships. Um, You had mentioned, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with anxiety, anxiety has so many different avenues. We also have individuals who focus on 
D. We have so many different specialties. I mean, we have professionals who focus on the LGBT plus community. We have professionals who focus specifically mm-hmm. on college students. We have professionals who work specifically with executives and actually specialize in burnout. So we have so many yeah. different categories. And I think for us, especially with this upgrade, one of the biggest uh, additions that we added was instead of saying, what are you struggling with? What areas of your life are you struggling with these. And um, that really helps mm-hmm. us to identify, you know, especially with providers on the app, who could potentially be a great fit, you know, for this particular situation. You also did mention, you know, colleges and universities and health insurance for students. You know, I have to tell you, and I'm sure you're already aware of it because you just briefly mentioned it, but so many students are automatically opted in to university healthcare. And they're unaware of the coverage options mm-hmm. that they have. So we actually, over the last six months, mm-hmm. we were able to partner with an insurance partner who basically advocates for an individual to utilize their insurance on our app, depending on the provider that they see. Of course, it depends on the licensing of that particular provider um, and the insurance carrier. Right. So for us, what we do is not just for students, but we do work with non-students. So individuals of all ages, we have two rates on the app. And we have the ability to work with insurance. So the way that it works is, one, we have all of our providers. They're capped at a certain amount that they can charge for non-students and for students. So all of our non-student rates mm-hmm. are under $80 a session. And we're seeing on average that our providers are actually charging $40 to $60. And then for our students, they're charging mm. $10 to $20 a session. And that's that average cost really out of pocket of a copay, mm. you know, when you think about it. And so... Taking it a step further, we said, how can we help people utilize their insurance? And that's where we ended up partnering um, with actually Nirvana Health. And we're excited to launch with them because they allow us to give a peace of mind estimate and utilize insurance and work with university insurance. And that's a big thing. So what we did is we actually went across the country and we collected all this insurance information from all these different colleges and universities. And we said, how can we get these approved so that we can actually utilize it on our app? And that's exactly what we did. So a lot of students, even though they're already paying out of pocket $10, $20 a session, if for some reason they wanted to use university healthcare, they could. But for a non-student, if you have insurance and you just don't know how to navigate it because of all the headaches that you foresee, because nobody wants to deal with insurance. If you want to utilize the insurance you have, all you do is input two numbers. We give you a peace of mind estimate and let you know exactly the providers that actually take that insurance and can work with you. So that's an exciting thing, too. That's amazing. Um, and it allows us, yeah. again, to, to utilize different providers and their services, different specialties, and say, okay, let's look at the licensing you have and see if you qualify to come into this if you don't take insurance. So we help some of those providers get involved with insurance and offer more to their clients. Um, so yeah, you know, it, it was a really exciting addition to be able to not only add tags and features that said, here are the specialty services, but here's the specialty areas that they also focus on. That's that's really important. Um, Maggie, what are some tools that you would like to share with our listeners as far as seeking uh, mental health support Mm. and turning their pain into passion? (laughs) Well, you know, I will tell you. Just three. Just three. (laughs) Let's see here. That's a great question. Um, Be patient with yourself. That's the first thing. It's very easy to be hard on yourself during that process, especially if you start feeling like you're hitting roadblocks. So be patient with yourself. Yeah. If you have people around you who you feel comfortable talking to, 
don't be afraid to talk to them and say, listen, I, I think I need help because many people hopefully will support you. And there are the situations where for me in my life at that time, I didn't have the support around me. So I had to go online and search. For us, our app makes it accessible and easy to breathe while you go through that process and find hope in the next day that you, you'll have a scheduled appointment. So I would say the third thing is to know that there are options there. And if you're looking for us, obviously you can pre-register, but if you need something more immediate, don't be afraid to contact a text line. Don't be afraid to contact a phone number just to talk to somebody. You know, we there's so much stigma around the crisis text line, which you can just text home to 741-741 because people think, well, I'm not necessarily in a crisis. But the truth is that they're available 24-7 for you to talk to. So if you need somebody immediately, don't be afraid yeah. to go to that text line. Don't be afraid to give somebody a phone call. Even if you just need to talk to a friend and try to distract yourself for a little bit. But don't be afraid to talk. That's the most important thing. So those would be my three there. I love it. So Maggie, where can people find you and where can people find Therapeut? Well, first off, Therapeut is on the App Store. However, I would highly recommend since we're doing pre-registrations right now, go to zant.app. It's that simple. It's just that. Zant, Z-A-N-T dot app. Like I'm going to get an app on my phone. Just zant.app. And you can actually fill out the pre-registration form. And actually, for anybody who's listening or anybody who, you know, uh, does eventually hear about this podcast or, um, you know, what we're doing right now and wants to pre-register, you'll get a free month, a first free month where we're going to help get you covered. We're going to help get you started. We're going to help you in your journey. So um, if you go to Zant.app, you can pre-register. Love today. it. Yes. And thank you again so much for having me on. Um, yes, you guys. Know, Oh, I was going to say, you know, turning pain into passion is something that... Maggie. No, no, no. Go ahead. No. Oh, you froze for yeah. a second. Um, I was going to say turning pain into passion. You know, it's one of those things where it just happens naturally. But don't be afraid to to take that pain and and go through that coping process. You know, go through that grieving process. Go through your coping process. And once you feel that flame and that fire... Don't be afraid to do something about it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Maggie. Guys, you listened, download the app, go on the website, get your free month. You guys get a free month. It's important to take care of you. It's important to take care of your mental health. It's important for you to take that time for you. Be selfish. This is the best time for you to be selfish is when you're taking care of you. Maggie, thank you so, so much. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. And thank you for the work that you're doing and really supporting people. I am, you know, as, as a mental health provider, I'm just truly touched by this and, and the work that you're doing. So thank you for being here on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope this episode fed your soul. Please be sure to download new episodes. You can also head on over to rate, review, and subscribe. For more updates, find us at www.iambeauteousme.com or on Instagram at iambeauteousme. Don't forget to use the hashtag beauteousmepodcast for your feedback.